0: Welcome to our podcast on substance use and mental health on campus. This will be a three-part series, each focusing on different aspects surrounding this topic, medical, cultural,
1: and medical perspectives. They can be listened to in any order at your leisure. So for this segment, we're going to be talking about a cultural perspective of addiction on college campuses. So how is it perceived on college campuses and, and I'll say as my own per- personal Tony, as a college student, my perceptions of addiction on college campus were almost non-existent because I don't, I don't think it was really um, talked about with that vocabulary. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. You're just like, taught from, I would say, even, even before you are officially even on campus, um, like, when, like when you're at your rotation. You're taught, like, like, don't do this, yeah. don't do that. This is what happens if, you know, you're drinking underage, you yeah. have alcohol on this, blah, 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 or, you know, right. like that. And, and you know, if not, we're talking about it in a way where you really understand the factors that contribute you to... Substance use and misuse yeah. um, on college campus, and then contrary to that, there's like this sort of cult- culture that I think I think surrounds Miami especially, especially yeah. of a party culture, where in like a com- complete stark, ju- uh, excuse me, juxtaposition to like what administrators put put forward. Yeah, uh, uh, there's like this party culture where. Substance use and misuse is almost normalized, yeah, promoted. Yeah. yeah, I would even say,
0: like, I think you know, their administrations would like to admit it or not. I would go so, so far as to say that, like, um, a lot of colleges that have, that have the reputation of party party campuses sort of make themselves to be like that, and it's like, like. Ohio, that's that's college, like OU or Miami, mm-hmm. and there's like, and especially I remember like being a freshman coming in. Um, we had all those like orientation programs, right? And, a lot um, of tools. yeah. And they were the ones that were kind of like, like there's this quote unquote culture on campus, and that's where I remember first hearing like party culture at Miami, mm-hmm. like on one sentence, and, and it's like. The best, like when p- people think about how to make friends, like on party campus, the, the the way and make friends is you go to you go to a party. Right. And I remember like, like especially the first few friend groups was just me like going out to bar bars as like very terrified freshman looking for people to like, to like befriend. And then you know our friend groups like the only thing that we knew knew to do together was was like like drink milk or whatever. And it's like it's, like. That's not, you know, really conducive. It's like a good friendship. Right. We didn't talk about, about life together. I mean, we did, but, like, intoxicated it. Right. Uh, right. So that's-, that's just kind of how that, like... I, I just remember that was, like, like my first experience on, like, a, like a
1: party, party campus and, like, in, in party culture. Exactly. And I think that... You know, the steps that the university has taken to sort of dissolve situations like that are not, it's not enough. Yeah. It's, I think the approach is being taken when you are basically saying names. Hey. You know, don't do this. And and then that's the other thing thing like when you think about prescription pills or yeah. you know drugs that are not can- cannabis or alcohol. Right. I don't even even recall really ever ever being talked about out no. or acknowledged. Or and the, the avoidant sort of format of the pol- policy yeah. doesn't keep things from happening. No. Oh. And I feel like it's not very fair to your student population to like, though, though that's how you discuss it. Right. Because then, then people, it fur- further the stigma, and then, then people are more afraid to reach out and try and use the resources that IMEs have. So the resources in general. Right.
0: Absolutely.
1: And it's like, like
0: I think too, uh, um, there's a diff- there's a difference between like binge drinking and then you know you know alcoholism. but the difference is not not as big I think as some people think it is. So like party culture really you know capitalizes on like binge drinking. Mm-hmm. That's like. But binge drinking is no. That's, that's when you consume an excessive amount of alcohol in a short, short period of time. I think it's like like it's dependent on your, like your weight and your height. Mm-hmm. But um, in general, I think it's like four drinks in an hour or something. Something is like a rule of thumb of being like that's been binge drinking. And then I think party culture just capitalizes on that because they'll just be like, oh, like, oh, well, the college party, and it's like what it's chalked up to. Right. But then, but then it's like, well, college party parties happen all the time, and and there's like especially the bars up. Town, always always looking for, for ways to get to get students to come on a weeknight there's like country night on wednesdays at, at brick street mm-hmm. like um <clears throat> even something like you know like green beer day which is just like Miami. i mean it's not miami this is specific i think another college college, a couple other colleges do it yeah, but it's but like it start- started at my, Miami's campus basically. yeah at miami and um you know even that it's like the goal of that was basically to simulate the same same past day, even though Miami, like Miami, had Saturday being on spring break. So it's like all of these things um, kind of just hide the fact that it's a problem. They like allow it allow it to be a okay because college,
1: right? And I I feel like there's sort of like this, at least in my in my personal experience, there's this notion of, of you know administrative policy, and then you know what people actually think or how people actually feel about this situation because i remember at my um
0: uh,
1: orientate one of the uh, group groupers the soul leader mm-hmm. um was like the weekend starts on thursday in college yeah. which i don't think the joke joke was a specific reference to going out and, and drinking um no. but it's that notion right. is it, it like adds to 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 that sort of like uh cultural conception of what is acceptable and what isn't when it comes to substance use and like be clear. Going out and drinking times or doing whatever, that doesn't mean that you have a problem no. or that, that what you're doing is a problem. Right. But how how can a university or just any like like how can how can we have a conversation that acknowledges the problems that arise in a cultural set like this and you just tell people to do that right and try to smash it down right where, where do the people who actually have these, these sort of issues and like me m- or, or want to reach out like right. they feel they it doesn't facilitate a pl- like a sort of situation where someone feels like they, they can't
0: right absolutely and like and that just goes you know know back to other points that we're, that we're trying to hide which is like one of the reasons that someone might be susceptible to like developing a problem is mental health first place so, it's like, so we have right. to have that mental, mental wellness be able to like, like go I mean, and this is something that we talked in class before, where it's where it's like you have to have mental and physical wellness, whatever that whatever that might mean you, in order to like go to college and and like your classes and feel good about like the work that you're turning in, basically. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot. It's like you know, you, um, other part of addiction or you know substance use problems is making sure that there's proper mental mental health resources available on campus too and that's another thing thing that i think like especially here not talked about that so much where it's like especially like in my own experience where you know friends that i had were party friends and it's and it's like if i want to go to them because because i was experiencing like you know i i have clinical depression and it's like mm. if i were to go to them to talk about that or whatever or that's just like running drinking and it's like you know, an aspect of that is the medications that you might be on may not be compatible with alcohol or whatever, whatever it is. College campuses don't necessarily facilitate that. that right. right? Um, there's an article called How "College Campuses May Make Decisions About Allocating Resource Resources for Student Health." Uh, findings from key purchase and interviews, and is done by um, um, Justin B. Hunt. Um, it's from the Journal of College Student Development. Um, and this, this study is done to bring to light, like what the actual decision making process that college administrations go through when they different mental health resources just for their students. Um, and so, before this article, you know, you know, to the knowledge, there had nothing, nothing, there had been nothing like this previously done. So the methodology was basically just like key participant interviews from 13 different institutions that were all in the fall 2007 Healthy Minds and study, which is that that's an annual national survey. Um, but the results showed that the administrators use mostly internal data to, uh, to inform decision on whether or not to allocate more resources to counseling and mental health outreach programs. So, so while things like activist prerogatives in the name of mental health are crazy related to the subject it certainly influence the decision, it's mostly internal data, data um, on the satisfaction of people who have, who have used the resources that most heavily, heavily directs the course of action. So, so it's like... <laughs> that kind of makes it seem... seem to want to like be active on campus to like get your university allocate more resources to mental health because yeah. they're not just using internal data but at the same time at least in my experience on campus a lot of people have not said that they've been very satisfied with the response that's that the mental health versus on miami's campus have been
1: right to them um there's this really interesting article by, by um eileen anderson Phi and jerry florish mm-hmm. which was a. Uh, it was published in the journal uh of the society for psychological anthropology and it's really discussing and mirroring what you're just you're just talking about um um Call, call mental health resources. It's not just just a Miami thing. They're so overwhelmed, especially. So the, the article specifically discusses that there's an in, increase in since um um for taking psychiatric medications, mm-hmm. and call mental health service services not equipped to deal with these issues. Right. And it's so like like what is the what is the, the salute like what do we yeah. what do we do ab- about the, like the the it's the facilities are overflowing right and then you combine that with the sort of stigmatized stigmatized but simultaneously like normalized sort of an environment regarding subsistence right. and addiction on, cam- on campus. Right. Where are students, students to go? Right. Or what are they supposed to do? What are they supposed to do? Absolutely. Because, yeah, like, this is just going back to your previous like
0: discussion, too. It's like, you know it Coll- like like being college especially being on a campus like like miami like you get to mask all problems by being like i'm on i'm a college student on a college campus and we party or whatever or whatever and so it's so it's like people don't even want to know or think about the fact that like what they might be doing like, could be a problem for them or you know and then there's no outreach or, or it feel, feels feels like there's no outreach sometimes i think right right um so it's like I I feel like a, a lot of people this campus not realizing at all all like any of this because you know you know clear overarching point is like it's it virtually like addiction is virtually not on this campus unless unless you have like gone to basically like an outside resource
1: <laughs> right and, and the uh, like. College in general is a sort of liminal space It's between your your adolescence, your childhood, and and adulthood, and your career in the real world, whatever. And the environment post-graduation does not match match the environment of the university, especially a a university like Miami. So people leave school with these issues they may not even realize they have and like they have this idea that these are not things you talk talk are not things you go to get for or or we they do want help or want to talk about it but don't know how right and the language that they that they've been offered throughout their entire li- life, especially in their, like, semi-professional collegiates, right. it does not mirror no. the language of acceptance or, right. a, like, a person-centered, humanistic approach. Yeah, And then just go back to what we were talking about when we were talking about
0: the medical sort of, like, segment on addiction, addiction, where it's changing that language is so important to being able to reduce such like, I guess I would classify them as high high energy things, where where it's right. like a lot of the a lot of the things are addiction or getting help for like a substance use problem, is like stressful and high energy and you you waste a lot of energy or not even waste waste but you earn a lot of energy feeling anxious or nervous or whatever, whatever about it. So it's changing that language, from like medical diagnoses to the the way we talk about it. You know, in our in our own friend groups, right? Right.